0: I love the energy and I want to keep it going. All right. Uh, But I I want to get into what uh, will be easier to edit, basically. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Hello. As you can tell, we had a special guest to do a special interview. And unlike our typical episodes where we try to keep it clean and cut out any swearing or anything like that, This being an interview, we felt it just best to leave it as it is, uncensored. There are a few naughty words that come in, and that's about it. So we just wanted to give you that heads up. This is our first interview we've done for the podcast, and it was an absolute delight to do. I hope that you enjoy it as much as we did making it. And with that, let's get on to the interview. Hello, and welcome to Filling in the Gaps. I'm Justin. I'm Darren. And I'm David. (laughs) And today, as you can tell, we are joined by a developer of a puzzle game called Summertime Madness. Welcome.
1: Thank you for having me there.
0: This game is one that we actually got into a bit early, which is not normal for us. We typically come to games quite late when they're cheap. (laughs) (laughs) But. We've played this one because it was in the Humble Trove, which we will talk about in just a bit. But I wanted to start off with talking about just kind of you as a person, kind of getting a feel for who you are. And the the first thing I would like, since we're talking about a game here, is what is your history with video games as a player, as a designer? Well, as a player,
1: I guess... I have 13 years of history as a player. Like, it was probably Christmas 95. And my parents, uh, bring me home, uh, Sega Mega Drive with Sonic first one. And I was pretty, I was six years old or seven, something like that. And it was like, okay, I, I'm going to do this whenever I grow up. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, th- this was the plan basically. And it didn't work it out for like, 25 years. <laughs> I, I just went, you know, complete opposite way. I studied the university. I have been studying economy and statistics, like a lot of number maths and stuff like that. I was like, okay, okay, this is a hobby. I'm not going to make money from this. I guess because living in Italy, in south of Italy is like, there are things that are like real jobs and things that are not real jobs it's weird to really explain but you know it's like okay boy you gotta grow up and find a real job and you know my parents are just two fantastic human beings but still they were like okay do whatever you want play music whatever make movies animation blah blah but still find a real job
0: (laughs) keep this like
1: off your, you know and it was like true like it's hard how I'm gonna make it so yeah, I, I guess this was just a hobby for me for a long time.
0: So did you actually do any work in economics after graduating?
1: I, I've i been a researcher at the university for one year. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, 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 I, I kind of liked it, like I was fine with that. I was getting paid, I was, you know, university is a, a good place to, to work. There's a lot of young guys, I was young, so that, that that's fine. And, well, uh, long story short, I had the most iconic breakdown you can ever imagine, like waking up one day and I was like, oh, okay, this is not my life. Uh, I'm calling out. I'm not going to work today. I'm leaving my house. I'm leaving my parents. I'm leaving my girlfriend, which I had for eight years. Just like, okay, I, I don't know what I'm doing.
2: So I will so, be... Oh, sorry, I was going to say, so it sounds like you hit the reset button on your life then. Oh yeah, and it was as brutal as you can imagine. Not
1: like okay, maybe I have to consider. No, no, it was just one day. Everything crashed down, and I was like, okay, I don't want to spend my whole life sitting in an an office and doing paperwork. I I just can't pretend this is just an hobby. I've been drawing, reading, typing, playing, being creative all my life, and I was like, this is me, and the guy sitting on this chair is, is not me. I can't stand this anymore. Yeah, it was really, really hard to cope with. Like you know, all your friends and your uh, get even worried. Like, hey, are you fine? No, no, I'm not fine. Uh, like, no, I'm not even close to be fine. <laughs> so yeah, it was really a couple of the, of years really rough. Like I was trying everything. I was drawing, making illustration, exhibition, making short movies without getting paid just okay let me try that let me do that let me see if i can make something out of this and it was really as low as you can imagine like i was making this illustration and somebody came to me and was like hey that's not really bad you should try to make them move and i was like how (laughs) Oh, i've heard about that free software blonder (laughs) blender blender what's that I, and I have never been uh, using, not even Photoshop at the time, like, I was just drawing on paper.
2: So did you self-teach yourself how to use Blender? Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. Wow. I'm re- really a big, you know, uh, fan of people self-doubting stuff, like, whatever. It's better to fail your own way than to suggest by the proper way, if there is one. Right. And especially when coming to music or art general, like... How can anybody tell what's the proper way? To, at least to me, it really sounds weird. Like, I, I don't want to be another sky piece of art. I want to make my own stuff, whatever it is. And it was terrible, like terrible piece of art at the beginning. But that's fine. It was my way and I grew up very, very slowly, I guess. And probably Blender was the first time I was like, okay, this is huge. Like, today people can make video game at home. was mind-blowing like I was really thinking about okay I need 40 people 1 million dollar to make a game and I need Sony to do those no 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 it's just two guys in a garage (laughs) with Blender making a game and I was like okay uh, I'm gonna do it and yeah this is it so I just went uh, freelancing for Blender small stuff at the beginning like uh, just modeling and somebody told me you know you can paint over your models and I was like nah really Can I? Yeah, yeah, you actually can. Uh, Oh, okay. So I went in texturing and then I just made a couple short movies. I'm definitely not an animator. I'm just doing that for fun, but that made me think that I wanted something which was not static, like an image. Okay, a render is fine, but you know, when it's moving and if somebody's playing, it's another level. So I was like, okay, uh I'm doing this. I'm a game developer.
0: That's right. fantastic. Like, that's yeah. <laughs> that's quite, <laughs> I just in awe of anybody who can just stop their practical job to like follow their dreams. And I'm always impressed by somebody who's willing to take that big step. And it's not like you took that step in many ways. Were you putting a lot of stuff then on YouTube? You are talking about your art and some small videos you were doing.
1: No, like, I have to be really honest, I am the least social guy I know, like, phones and social media. I- I'm, like, out of everything like that. And I, I don't know, there's not a reason. And I-, I still like, you know, to go out, find people down the streets and just talk about that. I- I'm really Italian about that. Like, hey, who cares about smartphones, <laughs> or wh- whatever. It's just, you can find me in the, you know, just right there, with the old guys playing cards at the table while drinking, I'm one of them. They are pretty much about 70 or 80, I'm fine with that. No <laughs> phones, no connection, no emails, uh, this work. You'll have to me. get
2: them into your video game then.
1: <laughs> oh, they are, they can. Kind of are. A couple of them, of those old guys, are, are indeed characters I have used for short movies.
2: Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, they are fantastic mm. with their beards, their moustache, and oh, they are just great. And where people are like, hey, how do you come with that? Hey, just come with me, <laughs> I'm going to show you where they come from.
2: Is that where you maybe got the idea for your, your devil guy with the, the big beards and stuff? I'm sure I've met that guy somewhere.
1: <laughs> I can tell you like it's this guy or the other guy, but for sure it's someone existing. Which will sue me for sure when game come, comes yeah, out. That's After great.
2: Disney sues you first, yeah. Yeah, I hope so. That, that would be probably the, the first, the biggest source of
1: income from the game. Like, uh, what can I give back to Disney? I'm, I'm a guy living in one room. Wanna <laughs> it? That, that's fine. Just leave me a couple of guitars. That'll be fine some good, that.
2: good publicity for you. That's
1: for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I can still cry on command. So Disney, if you are hearing me.
0: Okay, <laughs> I do want to get just a bit more about your your history in the game. So you said you started mm-hmm. with Sonic. What are some of yeah. your other favorite games that you've played?
1: Okay. I'd say probably uh, the biggest actual impact on me when I was a young adult was uh, Final Fantasy Seven, 7 8 10 9.
2: I actually uh took I called in to work sick when Final Fantasy 7 came out and I took 4 days off work.
1: Oh, I, I did not did that. No, <laughs> <laughs> I just was like uh, at school at time, right? And I'm not feeling good, Mama. Yeah, geez, I I like it was the first game I realized that game could blend with storytelling, art, or whatever. You know, Sonic is just a, a cool game to play uh, and it's a platform. And it was like, oh my gosh, there is a universe of stories and person and it's more complex than just you know having fun and and playing a game yeah so i grew
2: up with with that mainly yeah so for sure so probably my biggest influence oh sorry so what would be your i know we've still we're still going to talk about summertime madness but is there another type of genre that you enjoy your game Summertime Madness is a Mm -hmm. first-person puzzle game, so that's nothing like Sonic, it's nothing like Final Fantasy, other than the story elements. So why did you choose this genre and not something else?
1: Oh, this is 90% budget reason. Right. Like, okay, I want to do this game, and what I have is a story, a lot of illustration and ideas, but it's, uh, it's really hard to say, okay, why people should play a game which is not the complex or longer or something else. I-, I had to keep this really tight. So, no third person, because you can save to animate a full character. It's just a camera walking around. No other characters. In the game there are no texts. Like, everything is visual. So, no localization costs. And you may say, is that a choice? Maybe. It's a smart choice. I would do something different if I had a team, a budget or anything else. But I guess probably as a good advice from a game dev is always to focus on what you have and what you can make with it, which is different from what you would make if you had $10 million. That's an easy question to answer. I I would make Final Fantasy 17. (laughs) That's the answer. It's easy. But when you have, I'd say, 5,000, 10,000 for a year of development, you gotta focus on okay, this is and this is not. So a puzzle game in first person, look at like, okay, this maybe can work. And probably I was inspired from shorter game like Limbo, uh, Journey, Inside. My favorite indie game ever, which is Kentucky Road Zero. Oh okay, yeah. That's
2: a masterpiece. We reviewed that. It's awesome. I, I, I love the that whole, game. That's
1: the, adult, the game of my adulthood. Like when I saw that and played that, I was like, if I'm not making something this level on pair I'm failing everything I, I, I have to try it's amazing yes yeah, and and still it's not like 10 million dollars budget Sony games it's just uh, cardboard games is what three guys yeah. four guys two or three guys Smoky. yeah yeah the design of the game so simple so clean it's amazing yeah the soundtrack was I guess I have a, a vinyl probably somewhere of that fantastic amazing
2: yeah, that's so true. But at least you didn't take 10 years to make your game.
1: Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. they were busy. They were real busy. <laughs> they they had a the, the crazy uh, I, schedule. <laughs> yeah, I, I could
1: not take really more than one year. Yeah. Probably even because I'm really uh, severe with myself. Like, okay, I have to do this. I have one year. Why do I have one year? I don't know. Because I decided I have one year. And I'm going to make it in one year. And this is it. A game development can stand forever. Like, there's always something you can add, you can edit. You cannot be 100% satisfied. It's, it's madness. You can't. So it's smarter to just, you know, set a, a time bomb and say, okay, this, whatever is in, fine. After that, there's another game. Not the same game for 10 years. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: Now, this game is based around a painter and his deal with a shady character. I mean, is it the devil or is that... Oh, I, I'm not allowed to. to You're not to allowed to talk about that I'm one? About okay. Art. My question, though, would be, what is your background with art? Why did you choose to have it be a painter? You clearly have references to things like Escher, Magritte, Dali, I think, in there as well. Like, yeah. So uh, what is your background as far as that goes?
1: Yeah, as an artist, you name it, quite a bunch of them. Magritte, uh, uh, De Kiriko, those are my favorite painters and I'm I'm just, you know, a a guy which loves art, as a lot of guys out there. But once again, the reason why the game is like that is just a smart reason, like, okay, I cannot make a world city or a planet. The initial idea was like, this game is just a guy solving puzzle on the island. Just the, the island with the trees. Just that. One hour walking around in an island, because the budget just allows for that. And if the game goes well, I'm making another game and then we will see. Just an island. And I was like, okay, why people should walk one hour around on an island? That's stupid, I would not do that, even if there is a reason. So I thought, okay, I need a story. A story that explains the reason why you cannot, you are just trapped in a small area. I guess, like, okay, I like arts, I have a lot of illustration. How can I place a character stuck in something? What's a a restrained space? And then, oh, maybe it's just, you know, that's a common story painter just in deal with the devil. And uh, so, yeah, but this can, can work. Like, oh, there is not a word to export because it's just the canvas he has painted. So that's restricted. And I found out that. This reason can, could also, you know, make me jump from uh, one environment to another. Uh, you play the game, you are now on, a, on an island, now you are on bridges on sky, and two seconds after that you are in complete another place. And I was like, okay, how can I join everything together? And the reason was, well, if those are canvas, there is a little bit of magic. I just need a trick to jump. The door you see in the game, those were, you know, the, probably my most the happiest thing I've came with like, oh, a door I can solve everything just placing doors <laughs> uh, I was like, yeah, this is genius Like, okay, <laughs> the genius it's terrible to, to say about that themselves. That's, uh, let's please cut that but I was <laughs> like, okay I, I, I'm the MVP right there doors, they will solve everything <laughs> and at least I tried to do something which is maybe common in movies, like Birdman I love Birdman It's just one shot, there's never a cut, it's two hours long, without a shot. And I was like, okay, I want to do this in a game. And everybody was like, no, that's stupid. Like, it's flat out that stupid and there's no reason to have everything in one scene without loading. And I was like, this is your way. I will take my way of being stupid and make my own dumb game without a loading screen. And so it was, like, from the moment you load the the scene, you are just playing. There is no black screen or no loading screen.
2: Oh, yeah. It's just I, never re- I never even realized that until now. That, that just shows you how kind of flawless that is. Yeah, I didn't even. Yeah. I, yeah, now that you've mentioned it, now I remember. Like, yeah, there's not a single loading screen. Yeah, there is no
1: cat. It's just like watching a movie. Yeah. You are playing, you are done when you are done. Yeah. Nothing going to ruin the mood or pause or explain you something. It's just you and a
2: game. Was that hard to program without loading screens? Did that give you some kind of uh, limitations? Oh, uh, let me tell you that. Uh, a couple of months ago,
1: in another interview, I had the same question. I was like, hey, this is kind of cool. How did, did you do that? And I opened Unity and I was like, okay, uh, let me check if I have something to explain. I was looking at my own code and I was like, I have no idea how this is working. And why it should work. And how I managed to pull it off at the time. So, the real answer is... It was really complex. That kind of complexity that when you get over it... You kind of lock it and say, okay, this is done. I'm never coming back to fix this. <laughs> and it was like it, and it was really satisfying, for sure. Like, hey, I can play 6 hours with not an even single frame of loading. But had uh, yes, a lot of limitation. Like, everything you have seen in the game is somehow, actually, there. It's hidden, it's movement. it's... it's weird. Like, if you would see the game from the background, it's like, how is it even possible that it's so clean when you play it? There's a lot of stuff going just beyond your shoulders. But it was worth it.
0: I think as far as that goes, the Escher-esque house, I think, when you're walking around and physical space doesn't follow logical physical reality and how smooth that was that one really got me i was just enjoying walking around that quite a bit
2: oh thank you for me it was when i when you first start the game i was completely blown away just by the way that the grass kind of blows over Um. and waves (laughs) that's absolutely beautiful
1: uh, but both of this make me really happy because even the grass you, you may think oh it's just grass you know I was obsessed oh you were like, I can
2: tell I can tell because I've never seen that before if you ever seen Miyazaki animation
1: th- that's the grass I was aiming for and I was like I had like 12, 20 type of grass and I was like no, not good no, not good and I spent one month <laughs> out of one year on the damn grass and this is the most stupid thing I have ever done <laughs> but I was telling my buddies, like, who saved the present of the grass and that's where well, whatever game we are going to make, this grass, I'm going to carry this grass, like, until my I'm dead. In
0: this everything you grass, do from now on, this get, grass. Uh, yes.
1: Uh, maybe I'm making the most, you know, uh, realistic game with, you know, 4K graphics, I don't give a fuck. The grass will be <laughs> dead. I <laughs> grass
2: with wind on it and I will be happy with that. Because, I mean, there's even that game called Flower, right? You know the game Flower? No, Flower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I honestly thought your grass was better than that. And that's a that's a game oh, about wow. grass, you know? So it's like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you pulled it off better, man. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, thank
1: you. Thank you. Oh, of course, there's a, se- a secret about that which I'm not going to share
2: no that's, that's your secret that's your secret recipe man that's your secret
0: really no joke Darren and I were talking about this today and we both brought up the grass it, it really sticks out as something beautiful and just the way that the grass moves just looks so authentic and uh, yeah I, I really appreciate that
1: I really have you know to um to have the the programmer which worked with me Cosimo to to see this podcast when this comes out because I met this guy on the internet, I was looking for a programmer, and I found this guy, and we started working. I was just, you know, asking for a couple of tasks, I was like, nah, I'm gonna, you know, do everything on my own, I just need a couple of codes, something like that. Long story short, now is part of DP Games and he's working with us. The guy is a really fantastic programmer. So the first month we met, we started with grass, and, and you know, it was like, uh, we are making grass, like. Every day, just there is a ball game to do and you're paying me for making grass, which is like the exact same grass from yesterday, just another green. And I was like, yes, uh, that's not the exact green yet. (laughs) And he was like, okay, that's good for you. That's good for me, whatever. So so yeah, now one year later, I'm going to be, hey, take this. I was right. The grass is great.
0: So I do want to ask, have you done any sort of game work before this like even just for yourself were you making any sort of rpg Mm -hmm. maker games or like game jam competitions or is this this it this was the beginning
1: as a developer yeah this is the beginning like it's the first time i have my own project and doing it but it's been like um, four years or five years which i'm working in i've been working on dark i don't know if you uh, heard um... of that
2: Dark, D-A-R-Q? Dark with the, with the, Q. The, the kid with the head that comes off and stuff and climbs up exactly. the Exactly, that one. Oh, wow. Yes, exactly. All right, that, I did not know that. That was a great experience. What was your role on yeah, that? Fantastic. then? you doing modeling on that?
1: background Yeah, I modeled the um, whole level, I guess. Which one it was? The Crypt. The Crypt. The DLC. That was the DLC, yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. That one. Ah. And even something from another level, but which really short part yeah but the crypt mainly the crypt okay that's cool and that's i was the level designer for that that was a really cool experience that's a cool
2: game as and well. it was and i loved the game way
1: before i get in touch with uh, uh, vlad the developer yeah and he he brought me on facebook probably like hey i stumbled on your profile do you want to work with me and i was like who is this guy oh it's that guy was like yeah i, I mean I, I will work for, for free there's a, no need for that. There is actual payment for your work, so th- that's
2: great. Yeah. Uh, actually, speaking of dark, so if you can talk about it, did Epic offer you a deal at any point? Uh no. Uh, if
1: we wanna be really honest, Epic did not even answered my request to hey, oh, well, can I shame on them on the Epic Epic store? i sent them three requests. Oh. The one, the first one, I was looking for an investor. And okay, that's fine. The prototype I had was completely shit. Like, okay, that was horrible. I don't know why Humble Bundle really believed in me. They were <laughs> lucky. But they had all the reason to not invest in this. Then a second time when the demo came out and I was like, hey, my game is on Steam. Like, I have a demo out. Maybe now I'm... Nope. And the last one a couple of months ago, like, <clears throat> I'm on Steam. Like, it's real. huh? Nope. Nothing. So,
2: I okay. Yeah, because the. The developer of Dark, obviously, famously refused the epic deal, didn't he, so...
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, I, I know the story, yeah. and I ever read the story even before meeting yeah. Black. Yeah.
2: Uh, well, I'm glad, I'm glad Humble came through for you though, that's that's great, that's good news. Oh, yeah, yeah. What would have been like the worst case scenario then, if no one had picked you up then? Uh, I know the
1: answer, it's probably me sitting on the couch of some friend's house, crying, That's quite simple. I was like, okay, this is it. I had 2,000 uh, euro saved. Just that. And I had like, okay, I'm gonna spend everything on making this prototype. Like, until I have no money. Like, zero. Like, not even money to pay for food or for rent. Nothing. I'm just investing into this thing. If it goes well, then this is it. If not, maybe I have to reconsider something. Like... I really love being a freelancer, Like I'm, I'm doing at everything at my own pace, I'm fine, but maybe I should get hired by a real studio, you know, I was, okay, maybe if it's not working, I have to think about that, it didn't happen, yet, luckily, and uh, that was just great, and really like a movie, like on the very last day, I have... Decided, okay, it's February. It's February 2020. March 1st, or I have money, or I'm out a year. As simple as that. And uh, John from Amol Bundle came to me like 27th of February. And I was like, oh, that's amazing. I still have one day left, because it, it's 28 days. Oh, that's great. I'm going to sign the contract the day after, just to be perfectly on the day before 1st March.
0: So how did that work then? The humble like gave you money in order for you to finish the project and then they Mm -hmm. expected to put the game in the trove then before you could sell it is that right
1: exactly perfect exactly and i have to say john portson my my reference at humble bundle was real a super cool guy like never asked me i was really you know worried like this is me this is humble bundle like they are going to tell me, we want the game to be black and white and it will be black and white. We want the game to be about gods killing Nazis and so will be. I was like, geez, <laughs> nothing of that happened. John was really like collaborative, really gentle with me, just talking and suggesting me about ideas. He never told me you have to do this. He always told me we should do this or consider that. Mm-hmm. So that really worked out super smooth for, for me
0: so was he in a way kind of like a good editor looking at the oh, work yeah. and then helping out for
1: sure for sure it was just great. I can say nothing which is not a good thing about the whole humble bundle thing and everything else that's wonderful so maybe if, if, if I have I, I imagine it, but, but I, I can understand this that on May when the, game, when the game was released on Trove I was like oh I'm getting a little bit of you know advisoring or something and then I noticed that there was just like that game, you cannot even click on the link which we gave you for free just cause, you know, blah, 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 and, hey, it's Metro, it's the big game, you should play that. And I was like, okay, I, I know, like, that's obvious, but still, like, maybe just, I don't know, something. Hey, I- I'm there, I'm working with you one year, just... Okay, but th- that's fine, I mean, it- it's business, they have 12 big games. And that's what they said.
2: I mean, the thing is, Fair I enough. thought they could have done a better job promoting you or advertising your game. I've been subscribed to Humble for years. I played your demo on Steam and I posted some screenshots. And one of my Steam friends said, hey, did you know that's part of the Humble Trove now? I was like, nope. <laughs> and then I went in and, I, and I, I didn't even believe them at first. I was like, it's not the whole game. It can't be the whole game. It's not even out on Steam yet. And so I went in, yeah. I downloaded it, DRM free booted it up, and I was like, I got a different menu at the beginning. I was like, holy shit, this is the full game. <laughs> you know? Yeah, indeed. So yeah, uh, it was, yeah. Uh, that was probably one of the better games that month for me, from the Humble, Humble oh. Choice. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Thank <laughs> you so much. So um, how long yeah. will the game be in the trove then?
2: Forever, I guess. Okay. Because they, they do swap out games... Oh. But the thing is, Justin, I think maybe because they've they've paid for this. And so mm-hmm. maybe with the other games, they only have a, a, a number of months. A limited contract. A limited mm-hmm. contract yeah, for it. So. I,
1: I can tell you for sure that I know that Humble Bundle has a, a, a wide array of different contracts right. between developer. Uh, sometimes just for this and that. So I can really tell for other games. For Summertime Madness, it was this weird contract. Like, we give you all the money we don't want anything back just the game you keep the game for you you sell it and you don't know us nothing and I was like okay seems fair
2: Mm, sounds like making a deal with the devil sounds something familiar oh I'm gonna tell you
1: something uh, about that (laughs) when I wrote down the story about the devil you know and everything else I I didn't notice that but somebody came, came to me and was like hey that's you know your story and I was like nope and he was like, "Yeah, it's your story." And I was like, "Nope." And he was like, "Yeah, well, consider that just two weeks after you got the game signed by Umbelbando, you are an artist trapped in his house because we were in lockdown. Was the beginning of everything else. You can go out because there is there is a war or a virus, and you are trapped in into your own art." And I was like, "Oh, geez, that's true. It's actually happening." <laughs> oh. <laughs> And I was like, okay, okay, uh, okay. I I see there is something similar about that. Okay, this is weird. Okay, I I admit it. This was not expecting to be sounds like life life imitating
2: art. Now, yeah, yeah, that was crazy.
1: And I remember on a piece of paper, uh, I just wrote down uh, a guy trapped in his house, make a deal with the devil to have ten million dollars in the next day after. I just wrote that on a paper, never happened. So it's not working every time you write it
2: on a paper. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was gonna I was gonna try,
0: but yeah, okay. <laughs> when it comes to creating your first game, mm-hmm. what were some of the difficulties that you found? Maybe some things you didn't realize going into it were going to be a major issue. I mean, clearly you probably didn't plan to spend the whole month on grass in the beginning, but <laughs> like what what other kind of obstacles did you encounter on the way?
1: Mm-hmm. I can think about technical difficulties. Two months ago, someone came to us and was like, hey, does game support controllers? And I was like, Does it should support controller? And they were like, Yes, they should be. And I was like, controller, it's just like, you know, your controller, USB port, your dog, Unity will do everything else. That was the most annoying task you can ever imagine. Mapping out different controllers and the Steam controllers, which is completely different from many other controller. And everything you have done, which is not meant initially to work on a controller, will not work. And the menus of the menus will... N- that was just... Annoying to the worst level you can imagine. And there are a lot of technical issues, like the controller, the, the saving system, uh, when we moved from local saving, which is the one you have on Humble Bundle, you are just saving on your machine. From cloud saving, you're saved on Steam or just on Steam server, you can play the game from whatever PC you want. And that caused a million of data loss and bugs and you, you started the game with the end game and you had all the achievements, You should that was like, oh, that's terrible. So, the real advice is, when it comes to technical stuff, just... Think twice about everything that could even remotely possibly happen in the future. Do it at the beginning. Whatever you do, j- just plan it. And that's a stupid advice. Like, yeah, it's, it's like it should be like that. Yes, thanks. Now I know. One <laughs> year before I was like, hey, I'm going to make grass and art and castle. Who cares about saving system? I will care about that later on. So yeah, technical stuff. really needs some accurate planning.
0: Have you ever watched the Double Fine Adventure?
1: Mm, No, I guess. It was a
0: really long, like, 20-episode documentary of Double Fine as they were making the game Broken Age. I just watched that recently, so it's very fresh in my mind. And they have a guy there called Oscar, who's one of his biggest jobs is making the game compliant with all the different systems, like the different consoles and with Steam and everything, make sure that works. And the thing I didn't, I I never would have realized if I hadn't watched is he basically picked up this binder, this really thick binder full of just instructions of everything to make this work for, you know, for the PlayStation. It just blew my mind. I didn't realize there would be so much to do to make it work on the different systems.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. And at least for us, we are not in charge of the party. We have a publisher, which will care for the porting, which is sometimes you, and that's great. Because when we tried to think about, okay, we maybe can make the porting on our own, two hours later, we were like, no, no, we are not going to make it. Like, there's no (laughs) hell that's going to freeze before we... And maybe there is some chance for uh, Nintendo Switch that looks like a more easy porting, probably. But definitely consoles like PlayStation or Xbox... It's you, you really got to know what you're doing. It's not just pressing a button for sure. Is that something really you're working complex.
2: on now? Are you working on porting that now? Or has that already been taken care of?
1: No, I'm working on something else, which there are a lot of, you know, easter eggs in the game. You, you have seen a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Let's just say if one year from now, two years from now, you would see something, it's probable that a little piece of that thing was already in Summertime Madness. Okay. Hmm. Uh, let's just say that there is a lot of stuff around, like, okay, this is something I will do later on. Uh, I, I really like to, you know... So,
2: sorry, yeah, I, I was going to ask you, actually, because I know the game is just... Well, I mean, it's not even released yet, but it's, it's releasing real soon. But I, I wanted to kind of jump ahead and say... Do you already have plans for something else? It sounds like you're on a really strict timeline, and you're like, "Yep, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get stuff oh, done." So, do you already have ideas for future games and stuff?
1: Yeah, this is quite simple uh, to figure out. Like, if I'm not working on something, I get depressed like in two hours. That's simple. So I'm always working on something.
2: Is it, is it another do puzzle game? Po- n- no,
1: maybe. Uh, okay, there are two, two projects, and one is a, a puzzle game. Okay. And the other one is not. We talked about Final Fantasy and that kind of stuff. Mm. And I was like, okay, if I made a simple game, maybe I can make a more complex game. And maybe I- I'm still trying to, to see if it- that's possible. But for sure, that's the direction. Like, I'm really that type of guy that whenever something is done, the day after it's done. Like I, I don't even care. What's the best thing I have ever done in my life? the next one. Whatever it is, I don't care. I just want to move forward. So Summertime Madness, from a personal standpoint, was just huge. was just, you know, a 30 years commitment to something. June 18, I'm over that. I'm on the next one. This is it. You are grown, so go. You're out. Let the world play you and let's see what happens.
0: Do you think that it helped a bit being able to put the game out on kind of a I I know restaurants sometimes have what they refer to as like a a soft open where they just have friends and family come in and with the humble trove it feels like you almost had a soft open with the game where you have a smaller amount of people coming in they're really just getting it as kind of a bonus for what they've already paid for do you think that put you in a nicer like more relaxed state for the fact that your game is coming out soon but You seem very relaxed about it. Whereas I think I would be still, you know, nail-bitingly nervous. Okay, yeah. Your answer
1: is good. And I have this guy right there, at least on my screen is right there. It's the proof of what you were saying. Uh, Darren picked the game on Humble Bundle. And it was just a guy uh, reaching me out. He was super kind to me. And we started talking about the game. And Darren alone just found out like... Two hundred seventy-four thousand million bugs <laughs> on, the, on, the current, <laughs> on the current release and uh, I, at the beginning it was like okay this guy found a bug Pfft, okay that's fine it's just one and then there were two and there were two i was like okay this guy is gold. like is a free q a service for me <laughs> uh, it was like <laughs> fantastic and i loved like he kept, came back to me and it was like, you know, really, Darren played all the crazy stuff, like the achievements and things that, and I should not say this, we are supposed, we know they work, but nobody will ever try to check if that's working or not. The guy tried it and they are not working. Now we know that and we fixed that. <laughs> um, this is, you know, the exact type of stuff which can really ruin your release and um, it's a 10 bucks game. I will never complain for something like, oh, this achievement is not working. Dude, I'm not Blizzard. Like, yeah, l- let me fix it. The day after the launch, it will be fine. But still, you can. it's common to see a lot of people review, thumbs down. Ah, the game is not working, it's broken. I'm going to refund this. Terrible.
2: Yeah, Steam... Dude. S- Steam reviewers are ruthless and the achievement hunters yeah. are... They're out for blood. If there's one broken achievement and they can't get that 100%, done. they will crucify you. They will. So
1: for sure, they're, I owe this guy like 50% of the sales. All probably. right, I'll, I'll send you my bank really?
2: details, Davide, okay? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, that's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, about being relaxed,
1: this is probably nothing which the actual game development or release or something. I'd say I'm just at least I consider myself a very lucky dude. Like, I'm working on what I love. I'm... Dude, my work is actually to talk with people from the other part of the world which love to play my game. C- come on. <laughs> I-, I mean, this is not working. I and mean, the working is when you have to wake up in four in the morning, go to put your clothes, it's winter, go out, work eight hours, come back. That's working. It's not sitting. I am half dressed. And afterna dressing, <laughs> and that's fine. I mean okay, I'm I'm you know stressed for sure for the release and uh hitting up guys and press and reviews and fixing bugs. But in the end, may it be one thousand copies, ten thousand copies, one hundreds. This maybe sounds weird, but I, I don't give a shit. <laughs> like
2: I mean ten dollars, I I, I thought you were gonna be releasing uh kinda of normal uh indie game. So $10 is a really good price, man.
1: Oh, this is, when I was thinking about the price, I was like, okay, if I had to buy this game, let's be serious, it's my money, how much I'd spend. And you know, it's not that super long game. It's just what I can call a couple of days, like you start it on Monday. And depending on how much you like puzzle game, you can take two days, three days or two weeks if it's not your type of game but in mean, 3 days I'm not paying more of 10 or 12 bucks that, this is it I want to be really honest with
0: yeah I, 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 I think you hit like our our price range that we love so yeah I think that you, <laughs> I mean even we, we were talking about today he was saying $20 was what he was guessing and <laughs> even that I went yeah to start off I mean the mm. the indie $20 especially at the start is is common to I'm, go at 10 I'm... is it's nice, it's very nice, I think.
1: Uh, what's uh, Hollow Knights is like $20. Yeah. That, that's a fucking masterpiece. Mm. And it uh, has hundreds of gameplay. And then you see, do you want to buy. Okay, it's different, it's another game, but still, Hollow Knights or Summertime What Something Madness from that Italian spaghetti guy. <laughs> uh, so that's not working. So, you know. It's better to say, okay, whatever, I'm going to lose a couple of bucks for each copies. I don't mind. Just play it. Uh, Whatever. That's fine. I I want people to play it. Uh, I don't care whatever happens after that.
2: Do you have, I know you said you're kind of done with it, but do you have a favorite level from
1: this game? Yes, I do. I'm I, I not like, you know, it's my game, I love every
2: part of you. No, I'll bet um, be you love more parts over another, yeah, I'm guessing. There, there is so, so, some part I, I really hate about <laughs> it, and I was like, okay, we are two
1: guys, we decided to work on this game, so everybody you know, is working together, but I don't like this, but we are going to keep this. So, favorite part, it's, it's very simple, it's probably uh, the bridge suspended on the clouds, and symbols that is just woods and clouds and nothing else and a big moon and i was like oh this is so romantic somehow with music the damn right music
2: the music Um, is great throughout the whole thing to be honest the music is on point Um, uh... oh actually just before i forget about it the music that plays in the developer room which you're actually sitting in right now because most games have dev rooms but they're they're just like posters and little bits of of like graphic screenshots yours is actually the developer's room the two paintings behind you are actually they're in the game the guitar on the wall that i can see it's in the game Uh, also uh the music in that room Is that your is mm-hmm. that your track? Did you write that? It's so good. I mean, I'm surprised exactly. it's not like part oh, of the credits. You. That's you have to go back to that room every every time to hear it. Now uh, that's a great oh, track, man. Yeah, I, really, please, I, really I really enjoyed me that.
1: To send you the track when I'm sending you know the recording. Oh man, I love that. Yeah, it's, I'm gonna send you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's. Okay, you really hit a soft spot like the, like now. Because if I had to pick something, I wish I could do my you know. Uh, first three picks would be third place video games mm-hmm. second place music and first place uh movies uh, the whole goal of this adventure is making uh, a movie one day mm. uh, before that maybe i want to make a rock band and now i'm making video games just you know a long road but still i'm probably playing music as much as, as i'm working on video games uh, i cannot even stand one day without Playing something, or composing, or listening to music, eight hours probably.
2: Sorry, on you if go? you mute to the game
1: and play without audio, that's worthless to me. Oh yeah, that means nothing.
2: I've always maintained that there are good games, but music and sound effects are for me what elevate that game to like the next level. If it's got a good soundtrack and a good good ambient sounds. Good music, that's killer. That's, that's like the, the icing mm. on the cake. But yeah, yeah when I was I mean. in your developer's room, which is kind of creepy now because it's like I've been stalking you because I've been in your house. <laughs> but yeah, I noticed your guitars. You've got three guitars, three electrics, one acoustic. Yeah. One thing I did notice was <laughs> you put a copy of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Are you a fan? Yes. Just a little bit
1: maybe Just a little, little uh, little bit. yeah yeah i'm a huge fan of all right cool. to the
2: galaxy uh, yeah yeah yeah. that's because uh, yeah when i went in there i was expecting artistic books or like paintings and then it's like here's a copy of hitchhikers <laughs> it's like okay oh
1: uh, yeah uh i can tell you that uh when we had to um, use random numbers for some part of the codes like okay we need a random numbers here we use it the very same number all over the code, which is 42. Exactly. So there is a
2: lot So, if you... Uh, now, let's cut this. Let's keep this for us. <laughs> uh, yeah. the, the other thing I was going to ask you is what the hell is that whale thing that flies through the air, man? What is that? Mm. Or is that a secret that you don't want to let it's, go? No, it's... A, no, it's a very...
1: Long story, and you may be not said by now that I tend to talk quite a bit. That's because I'm Italian, and if you hate this, you're racist. <laughs> so, it's
2: so fun. Uh So well, I was there for two start. years, so I'm I'm all good. Oh yeah, yeah. How, how it was? I loved Did it. I I, I I was lived in there? Milan uh, for two years. It's a great city. I loved uh, aperitivo, especially. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah my only thing that I, i'm sad is i i was working so much i didn't get a real chance to travel mm. so i never got down south i never got to roma i never got mm. to napoli oh. i only got to like genova and mm. i got mm. as far mm. down as Firenze and that was it so mm. Firenze is just beautiful. beautiful amazing yeah the steak fantastic fiorentino steak yeah, oh, oh
1: my god yeah, it's, it's just like this and it's as raw as you can it do. it's beautiful. just screaming <laughs> yeah yeah
2: yeah <laughs> So sorry, so back to your game then. So what is that oh. whale thing? Uh, I, I have a couple of answers mm-hmm. for this one.
1: Let me grab you this, which is a video.
2: What was the story behind that? As You said 2017 you wanted to make a movie. You made a movie about a mouse with cheese.
1: Oh, well, I, I guess I have made countless short movies, like 10 second movies without meaning. Just, okay, this is cool. I want to have... 20 seconds of this mouse or this guy <laughs> without never coming to an end, I'd say, because not everything gets founded or you found money for that. Right. I guess I have a folder named Small Failure in Italian, like our <laughs> unsuccessful stories. And there, there's a lot of cool stuff and a lot of terrible stuff as well, I, I admit it. And, but as for the whale, I'm going to paste you this. You can check it out later on or whatever. And it's a short movie <laughs> with that whale.
2: Oh, okay, cool.
0: Okay, excellent.
1: And the whales come from a recurring dream I, I was having when I was like seven or eight. I was just a kid. It was a, a scary recurring dream. Uh, like I was near a lake. I was just you know, looking at the water and the water was swallowing up and something was under the surface of the water. And I was really in fear, I could not see what it was, I just remember me looking at this shadow under the surface of sea, and it was rising up, rising up, rising up, and the moment when it was almost out, I woke up. I never ever had any idea what it was. Years later I decided, okay, I have to create something, which I can tell, okay, this was it. This was the thing I had. So the whale came out and I adopted it. It is my friend. It's pretty much everywhere. In the dev room, there is, you know, a small whale mm. on the sofa. Yeah, I noticed. Yeah. yeah. I stuff stuffed whale. It's pretty much everywhere. It's been probably 90% of everything I make. I just keep dragging this thing around, which for me personally, and is, I don't know, just really personal, is all the dark side of each one of us. Which is still under the surface. And I, I like to keep that part with me. I know, like, no, no, I'm a positive guy, I'm just a good guy. No, no, everybody's, you know, made of two, yin and yang, black and white, whatever. Sure. That's a friendly reminder of whatever I am, I am also that kid which was dreaming about a huge monster. It's just creepy if you say that, okay, did this smiling guy, is that creepy little guy?
2: So that's the same person. Another question I had for you is, what is the... I saw it everywhere, man. Oh, i got to go. Oh, really? I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <I can't>.
0: Jeez. <laughs> but I'm going to say that if you don't want to answer, if you, don't, you don't, say, don't have to. I'm going to throw out Okay. I'm
1: going to answer. Uh, for sure, this is like for us. 100% okay, okay. Uh, for us. <laughs> uh, shame on me! I should expect that from the man who found everything which is in the game. Uh, I-, I can tell you, you actually found out everything, but one is wreck. Oh, just one. Okay. Then you found like everything, and uh, fuck you! I'm not gonna tell you where it is. I'm gonna <laughs> keep it for me. I'm not gonna tell you. <laughs> That's not fair. I just spent. Countless night, like ah, nobody will find this. And then this guy arrives and starts. Oh, I found everything! I found. Congrats.
2: <laughs> okay, now I'm stupid. Okay. Hey man, like I told you, know. you, I was I was obsessed with this game, man. I was I was uh, yeah, I was just going out of my mind, you know, just playing this over and over again. Going, I gotta, I gotta get under one hour. I gotta get under one hour. I gotta. I had, like, I, had I had notes of all the puzzle solutions all over my desk. I look like a crazy person, man.
0: which i'm going to tell you is like a fantastic compliment because we are not typically the type of players that would play this kind of game multiple times and certainly not multiple times back to back so clearly you triggered something in him to make him want to play it 20 times within the span of a few weeks
1: (laughs) yeah Yeah.
0: my final question then Mm -hmm. would be what do you hope people will take away from the game? What do you hope that they leave the game thinking and feeling?
1: I really hope, just for one thing, that somebody, let's say a 15-year-old kid somewhere in Brisbane or Melbourne or whatever, maybe play the game and think, oh, just three guys from Italy made a cool game by using their spaghetti and their mandolino, and we did use uh, Maybe I can do that. So when coming back from school, it's just downloading Blender or whatever, and trying to make his own game or his own music or whatever. Inspiring someone else, that's pretty much about it. And if you finish the game and read the very last sentence of my credits, that sums everything up. To everyone which is engulfed in madness, this game is for you like. You, you, you can do that, move, move on, it's, it's doable. I, I, I've made it and uh, honestly not thinking I am anybody specifically gifted or talented and just somebody really working his ass off for sure. This is it. Th- that's what I wish, not like uh, gameplay reviews or longevity reviews. Uh, dude, it's a $10 game. What, what the fuck you're expecting for <laughs> it's not and I mean even Mutant, two days ago, $16 and people are just crazy about it. It's a game. I'm happy if you play it ten minutes, think that the music is great. Never play the game anymore. Go out, play music with your friends. I won't. That's fine. Just don't refund the game, please, at least. If, if you're not playing it anymore, please, just keep it. <laughs> don't
2: refund it, yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I think that that's uh, a, a wonderful, wonderful... St- more about the, you know, you want to be the inspiration, than the please don't refund it. But I love the whole idea of Promoting creativity. So I do really appreciate yeah, that. I hope so. so just a reminder to our listeners, the game does release on Steam uh, June 17th and it will be coming elsewhere, correct?
1: Oh, yeah. In autumn, will release on uh, PlayStation and Xbox and eventually on Nintendo Switch. As for Switch, I cannot guarantee it will make the cut before the end of the year, but I can grant you that the game will be on Switch for sure. Excellent.
0: And how can people find you? Where can they follow what you're up to?
1: Oh, you can find DP Games on Twitter by the handler DP Games or Instagram, Facebook or on Steam looking for DP Games or Summertime Madness. And there is a website, which is, of course, summertimemadness.com. You can come and say hi wherever you want.
0: I want to thank you for coming in, being so honest, uh, giving us your time. I really appreciate it yeah me too man thank it's you like, for I've there. spoken
2: to you for weeks now on on Steam it's really cool to put a face to the name to who I've been speaking to and I wish you all the best man I, I can't wait for the steam launch and I just hope it goes awesome for you
1: thank you I'm really super happy to be there and I'm really honest like the fact that I'm talking with two new friends guys whatever you want to name it from the other part of the world about the game I've made this made my day you were super kind I had a lot of fun for sure I, I, I have just have to, to make another game just to have another podcast at this point.
0: Yeah, man. Definitely. You're welcome back. Definitely. Uh,
2: yeah. Come you back. You're forcing me to do that. <laughs> I want to see the next two games for sure. <laughs> right. I hope so. All right, man. I, I'm really sad
1: uh, right now. Like, oh, this is... No, no, no. You want to tell me something else? Like, what are you going to eat later on? Or what's the weather like? Whatever well, I, I was going so, to ask yeah, you, you something,
2: keep, keep, keep. but it's a, it's a little bit of a spoiler for your game. I was going to say... Oh. Uh, Justin doesn't know this, but I think you have a bit of a crush on Amelia Clark.
1: Oh, I see somebody has got all the equipment. Yes, okay, let's be honest. That's the only reason why I'm making this. You know the world? A kid in Brisbane gets inspired. Who cares about kids? Come on! Kids are just gonna be terrible grandparents one day. No, who cares about kids or. Uh, I care about two things, Mane and Emilia Clark. This is it. That's it. Yeah, okay, this is the truth. Like Emilia Clark, yes. Um, the fact is, I'm pretty much positive she has a crush on me and she doesn't know about that. It's just, you know, she's missing this little problem. Uh, and I can tell you a story. Uh, my best friend, Attilio, which is working with me on the game, uh, one day I was like watching Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Nana, nah. Uh, I'm gonna met th- this girl one day." And he was like, "Nana, nah, you're not gonna do." I was like, "Yes, I'm gonna do." I was like, not you're gonna do." And I was like, "Okay, you know what? I just need, you know, an amplifier for my voice. I, I have to make something that can reach out there." And he was like, "Oh, what are you gonna do? A movie? So, maybe. Maybe I'm gonna get started from a video game." Oh, really? And uh, what's your video game called? It's called uh, "Summertime Madness." And that was the beginning of this whole thing. <laughs> like, okay, maybe, maybe I can really stop being a fucking freelancer and working on, on Dark, because Epic didn't offer me anything. I only really hope to get a deal from Epic, but I would sign that. Like, the very first moment after that. Oh, okay, give me money, I'm out, take the game, fuck you. I'm gonna visit England and get to Amelia. That's the plan. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't happen, so I was like, damn, I have to really make the game. If there is a chance you maybe, you know, get in touch with her, just <laughs> let me know. Odds are not so favorable, but
2: maybe. Oh, we can hashtag, we can hashtag her on Twitter and send her this video.
1: <laughs> oh, that would be, like, amazing for me, <laughs>
2: for from the, from
1: the J. Uh, just better than that. And I'm still hoping a little bit for that, for you, Darren. Yeah to pull off the
2: mask and you are a militar <laughs> this, this is it ok if it's not gonna happen I'm gonna be really sad I'm for sorry day. I'm
0: sorry ah, yeah. sorry there goes your okay. day <laughs> uh, about about mission fate believe the lead game <laughs> fuck <laughs>
2: oh, man. Uh, uh, yeah, I think we have yeah, to cut yeah, this part uh, and put it at the start of the interview. This is fucking <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay, so do do me a favor. Yeah. Uh, keep keep
1: this part because one day. I would be sitting Yara Amelia, and people were like, oh, "How? How did this started?" And I was like, "You won't believe me. There was me and two random guys from the internet, <laughs> and I told them this story, and I can fucking
2: prove everything is real. You won't believe me. But please just look this at all, This all started with two two old bald guys on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, man. Uh, awesome. Gaps filled them or Gaps created. (laughs) You can say, oh yeah, if people want to find you, they go outside and find the 70-year-old man playing cards, yeah? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I should say! (laughs)